on my gravestone it will say he watched more <laughs> Kickboxer than the people that made Kickboxer. I don't want my cheese puffs to get moldy and, and old and stay. <laughs> oh, I've moved on to my, my little gummy snacks now. Uh, I'm glad my concept has grasped me, so. <laughs> the hair is long and curly in this movie. Along with some good special effects I might add. In the words of the immortal John McClane, Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a podcast? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks. I'm Eric Marner. I'm Eugene Weaver. I'm Jess Hicks. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Good to know. Well, it is that time. Tis the season. Break Merry out Xmas. Your, Merry Xmas. Break out your special Christmas nog. My recipe is usually scotch and ice. And we're going to have a <laughs> Minus fun... Minus the nog. <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> as much as we might have, maybe, because maybe someone hasn't been watching too many Christmas movies, but we'll work them in. Um, mm-hmm. Recently watched uh, Christmas movies. We've got movies. a handful here. It's all the same. I got maybe half of one. Uh, but... <laughs> But before we get into Christmas movies recently watched, let's start off with the roulette, and this is where we, um, hmm, how do I put it, force each other to watch movies in our queue in order to clean them off, or uh, help us search for those gems in the rough, because we just can't quite push play on that Netflix unknown movie. Um it is my turn for the pole position. Last episode, we had The Chosen up against Awaken and Phoenix. And we usually do the, we do the roulette in three rounds, where we review last week's movies we picked, then we sell, try and sell the others on this week's movies, and lastly, we pick for next round. So, without much further ado, let me get on to reviewing The Chosen. <laughs> okay, in order to keep this review short and as least painful as possible, I took notes, and that's never a good thing. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to burn through it, and then I'm going to shut up so I don't waste the whole show talking about this movie. The Chosen, Lifetime Television, and Teen Beat present a movie with a family dynamic so confusingly casted you won't be able to pay attention to any of the horrible nonsense occurring because you'll constantly be questioning... Who's that? Is that the dad or the brother? Is that the girlfriend or the wife? Uh, yeah, the uncle's brothers. They cast too old and they cast too young. Uh, so mom is talking to son, uh, but could be younger brother, could be uncle, could be, I, I don't know, who knows. Could be grandma. Good grandma mm-hmm. ca- actress is uh, probably fifty five and acts like she's a hundred and five. Yeah. The, <laughs> the son brother dad could be fifteen or thirty two. No clue. Uh, the most shocking thing about this movie is the gigantic credits at the end. As <laughs> though these people were extremely proud and wanted their name loud and proud on this piece of quote unquote art. Um, and lastly, with five minutes to go, this movie earned a point with a kind of, sort of, creepy-faced, ghosty demon thing. So, uh, yeah, one out of ten for me. There you have The Chosen. Uh, anything to add? Did you guys get a chance to watch this this cinematic masterpiece? 
Um, uh, so, yeah, you know, I did um, because a- actually after Eric, you uh, you texted me and I think you had mentioned something like, I don't know if I can make it through the entire hour and a half. You were 30 minutes in. I'm like, ooh, here we go. And so you gave me a couple tips on what was happening. I'm like, okay, I'll check this movie out then too. So uh, I quote unquote watched the whole movie, but I fast forwarded the last 40 to 45 minutes because it was that bad. Um, this this literally this movie gets zero stars from me zero. Wow. I don't credit this movie for even uh, attempting to you to get a film crew together and actors. It's I hated every person, every single thing about this movie. The horrible CGI, the the story that to me made no sense. It was all over the place. I mean, I get what they were going for, but I I loathed it, I loathed it, and that's coming off of. My roulette pick, which I'll be getting into uh, when we're done with this one, but um, I kind of feel bad giving it zero stars, but I, I can't find any anything redeemable about it because I, I, I really couldn't watch the whole thing. I, I fast-forwarded through half of it, and therefore, I feel like the only score I can give it is nothing. <laughs> I, that's understandable. I, I guess, actually, my one point would be a split point. I'll give it a half a point for the creepy thing at the end, and a half a point because... The main guy, I don't think, did too bad. He, he just had no direction and no story, and mm-hmm. so you know, like he wasn't painful. I, I mean, okay, everybody else in the movie yeah. was, and the whole writing concept was. Uh, don't get me started. Just right, <laughs> within the first five minutes, it's like we're all living under the same house with grandmas and uncles and uh, this, this kid and people this, coming yes. and going, and a nun shows up and. Oh. Whoa. Good lord. That's the... That, what? That is, what is that? That was lightning hitting about 10 feet from my house, I think. Holy uh, so crap. Oh, that's just, why I, I hear weather outside here, too. Just so you know, that is the storm that's coming your way. Wow. Hey. That one made my hair stand up on it. Okay, who directed The Chosen? God, I'm sorry that I hated this movie. <laughs> hold, hold on, wait a second. I, I also watched... The Chosen. Oh, oh, that's that's three people out of yes. seven billion on the planet. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> Eugene said he fast-forwarded a little bit. No, I watched the whole thing, and I don't. I I wrote a sh- very short review of it on um, Letterboxd, and, and I gave it one star as well. Uh, I said, "What a heaping pile of dreck!" The story is contrived and possibly also a supernatural episode. Mm. The characters are far mm. too many. There's at least ten of them, and they're all awful in one form or another. The effects are worthy. The uh, the special effects are worthy of asylum standards. And when it comes down to it, I think it is a I think it's a weird abortion metaphor, and that's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, it yes. is. Everything about it is that. I mean, it, it's it's really awful if that's what they were trying. If they were really trying to make some kind of deep. Uh, statement with this awful awful movie but the whole idea of it is, is choosing a life to save one child's life like sacrificing another to save a child yeah and oh. and the whole rest of it just keeps going on and that weird side st- and you know what i don't care about spoilers because none of you should watch it none of you yeah, none of you agreed. listening should watch it uh-huh. and if you do i then shame on you because <laughs> Mm-hmm. All three of us are giving it one stars, or in Eugene's case, none. Yeah, yeah. it deserves I, the the no clicks that it should receive on Netflix. Yeah. If I would have made it the whole way through without fast forwarding, I would have given it at least a half a star for 
I don't know what, but the fact that I could not even finish the whole thing, I'm sorry. I, but um, you you missed them supernaturally uh, 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 sacrificing an unborn child. Oh, my oh God. I, I mean, I, I would stop <laughs> periodically, but and I had it on, like, the, the times two one. Like, so it was like I saw what was going on in very, very fast motion. <laughs> but, Jess, that didn't even happen then. Well, no, but they, the baby still... Oh, right, because it didn't work. Because that, So the baby would still be alive? No, there was no baby. Oh, I thought... No, I thought he said, this isn't mine, is it? And she said, okay, well, we need to talk. Oh, I thought she said that there, she wasn't pregnant. No, she just said we need... Uh, she said we need to talk about this. Oh, so, okay, my bad. Oh, I was, maybe I, this I'm, was a good movie. No, no, what? hell no. My eyes were <laughs> glazed over at the at that point. I was just like, my God, it, it will never end. I was watching it at work, like, on my break, on my computer, so I, and, and just kind of simultaneously listening to it and doing a couple other things. Okay. So I think maybe I paid a little bit more attention to it than I would have had I been at home. <laughs> right. Oh, oh. I, I thought she but had that does said, not make it any less awful. Yeah, I thought the girlfriend was saying that she wasn't pregnant. Yeah, there's this whole I, f this movie. I, we yeah, we anyway, got to stop talking about. Let's this move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, uh, this guy and his wife and the girlfriend and oh. oh. I, I remember the uncle or the the father-in-law or something. The drunk. Um, Who could tell? Who could, the, the hell the, could tell? The uncle. And, and, it was the uncle. And didn't he? Didn't he kind of come around to like, oh, he's not that bad of a guy after all? But yeah, he is, and he. I meh. Yeah, it was. It was awful. It was bad. Yeah. Okay, we need. What, what's the next? Awaken, one? awaken, <laughs> Eugene, awaken. awaken. Oh, get us up. Oh. Let's take a step up into the yes, world of Eddie Furlong. Yes, this is a step up. Um, how much of one? Barely. But, we, uh, we tripped up the step and fell on their face. <laughs> yes. So, it's like, well, at least I'm higher in some yeah. way. <laughs> it, it is directed by uh, Mark Atkins, uh, who also made another movie that I have seen. Um, and that would be. Oh, wait uh, a minute. The Giant? Something with the a giant. giant. Yeah, Jack the Giant Killer. Um, and in fact, if you go on his IMDb and check it out, uh, Android Cop, Road Wars, Sand Sharks, Dragon Quest, Merlin and the War of the Dragons, Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls. Is this Evil- the, that sci-fi Manhunter series or is it Asylum? This is Asylum stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, this is Asylum stuff. So um, this movie does not get a zero star. I watched the whole way through. I gave it, uh, I'm thinking one. Um, it, it was terrible. Yeah, one star. Generous with my one star. I, I, I'm reading my notes here. Uh, I suppose... Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, lady is... She wakes up on an island, and um, there's other survivors on this island. Turns out there's these soldiers on there that are uh, that are putting people on an island, and then, as need be, they, uh, they capture them, and then they harvest their organs. Um, and I'm going to spoil this movie because it sucks and no one should watch it. Was this an Asylum movie as well? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I mean, usually an Asylum movie has your typical bad CGI. This didn't really have a whole lot of special effects. I'll, there's a couple things that I'll give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually shot on an island and it looked nice. The, the, the filming looked nice. And the lead actress, um, what's her name here? Um, of course, Daryl Hannah is uh, credited as the lead actress she is nowhere near the lead she's embarrassed in the movie you can tell it's like ugh. <laughs> Edward Furlong's in it of course Vinnie Jones uh, Robert there's, there's so many David Keith is in it there's so many people that you recognize from older past movies uh, but 
I honestly I'm looking at the uh, the IMDb. I'm trying to find who the actual oh Natalie Byrne. Okay, I, I believe she was. Yeah, she is the uh, the lead in the movie. And I gotta say, she with the really lousy script that she had to work with, she actually is a pretty decent actress. Uh, so they had some capable people. Edward Furlong, not one of them. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, we are fans of Edward Furlong on iTunes. You just don't yeah. get his band, okay? Last time we That's talked true, about yes. him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say that, yeah. The hammer of YouTube came down. Let it be. <laughs> Let it be, yes. But um, there is an actual good idea in this movie um, and some good actors, but it's it, it reeks of poor directing. Um, it, you can even tell that they had some sort of a budget, but it's just poor, poor directing. And even though there are some good actors, the script was just, ugh. And it's, if you like, you know, B-list actors standing around on an island talking to each other, and then every now and then some really fast-cut, born identity-type action scenes where, you know, it's, they can't fight, so they just do the real flashy, quick-cut, shaky-cam action mm-hmm. um, to mm-hmm. insinuate that people are getting punched and flipped around, whatever. That's the movie. It's completely goreless. So the whole organ harvesting thing, no. Um, here is one thing of note, though. The horrible little child actress in The Chosen, which I I hated her. Oh She's in God. this as well. Uh. And just, she doesn't utter a line, uh, if I remember correctly, yet she was still a bad well, actor. thank God yeah, she, for that. Just wait, seeing her in the movie. Wait, she you know, didn't have a line in Awaken? Yeah, she didn't even... Because she had, what, two in Chosen? Uh, did she say anything more than three words at a time? In chosen? So. No, she didn't really have a whole lot to say either. I don't know why. I just she uh, just. It's just because she's not. She's obviously. I mean, she's a bad kid actress, so she's probably not yeah. an actress at all. She's just somebody. Someone, yeah. Child. Yeah, whoever <laughs> her agent is, kudos to him. Yeah, kudos to him. So, um, <laughs> because I watched Chosen and this so close together, um, this movie is not good. But I'm probably giving it a little bit more uh, credit than it's, than it's due because Chosen was so much worse than yeah. this. But yeah. this is by no means is this something to watch. Uh, it's it wasn't good, but and I feel bad because especially that lead actress. I think that she is she should be in better things. She really should. Um, so anyway, that's so that that makes two Christmas miracles then because that that means the chosen made Eric wish that he actually had chosen the West Bentley movie, uh. and. Eugene didn't end up with the worst roulette this week. No, that's right. Like we so much, like we thought. That's right. <laughs> that's not a Christmas. Two Christmas miracles. It's not miracles. a Christmas miracle for me that I w- was hoping for. I should have chosen the West. Be- that's a Christmas miracle for West Bentley. Yes. <laughs> Somebody clicked on my shit. <laughs> oh, and but don't apologize, Eugene, for um, saying that you gave Awaken a star probably because the chosen lowered the bar. Um, because all too often I, I see people posting online where, uh, oh, Transformers 3 was the worst movie I've ever seen of all time, or, or something like that. And I'm like, oh, your bar is not properly uh, set, sir, for cinema. You know, I, mean, I, I always get irritated by that. Not in a defending Transformers 3 kind of way, just sort of like, dude, have you seen... Like Plan Nine, Some of the shit that we're watching. Yeah, yeah. Plan Nine, or or, yeah. or like yeah, any of that, uh, like Ed Wood, or where is your frame of reference? Like, Sci-Fi exactly. Channel originals, Asylum. Like, there's so many more movies in the pantheon of cinema that lower the bar ten times worse than than any of that stuff. Agreed. Uh, yep. Okay, Phoenix, Jess. 
Alright, yes, yeah, so I can make mine brief because mine is no surprise. was a, an overwhelming thumbs up. Oh, good. Um, it, it's absolutely fantastic. I don't want to say too much about it because it is something um, that you kind of want to go along with as it occurs. Um, so just a couple things. Uh, I, when it first came out, I, uh, I was reading a lot of stuff comparing it to it being the vertigo of its time. Um, and kind of a nice throwback to noir, and it is both those things. Um, so, I mean, it, it, Vertigo is, is Vertigo, so if that's not enough to get you to watch the movie, then you're, you're just not going to. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's so, a hell of... Sorry, I'm ducking. Nobody's, you, if you can no. <laughs> see me, the shit going on around me right now, it's... Uh, so, I can't. Settle, is, settle the, is the sky settle falling? Down, settle down, settle down. It's like uh, lightning flashing and... Yeah, I, I'm on my my office is kind of like an outcropping porch area, so I'm on the, on oh, the edge okay. of the house. That's why it was so. Yeah. Loud. Oh. I, yeah. Well, it was ten feet away. <laughs> well, at least it felt like it. Uh, sorry, but they're comparing this to Vertigo. That's like yeah, crazy That's... high praise. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, we we have to take that with a grain of salt because it's Hitch. I mean, yeah. Hitchcock is Hitchcock, and you're not. There is just no beating that, really. But for it trying to be sort, for it being that kind of movie, it does a really, really good job at getting close to it. Cool. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm still mad that you took it before I could. <laughs> and doubly so after watching The Chosen. I, uh, well, yeah, but then we all kind of watched The Chosen, so we all kind of punished ourselves for that. <laughs> uh, will either of you ever watch Awaken or No. I... No. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> uh, the... I, couldn't, I couldn't do both. It had to be one yeah. or the other. And, oh, man, again with The Chosen, the last time I watched a movie that bad, it was Tommy Wiseau's The Room. That I, I had flashbacks to that movie. Watching wow. the chosen. That, See, that's a whole to the wall to the to the mall movie. The mall. The, 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 yeah. It's a whole other. Yeah, but level I, I don't horrible. think the chosen is going to get turned into some midnight movie shown no, once a month no. at like Cedar it's Lee not, or something. It's not quite that epic. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, if um, unless you have anything else to add, Phoenix, we'll move on. Nope, that's it. I say watch it. It's on Netflix. Do yourself a favor. I will definitely. Yeah, me too. And I mean, it is World War Two, so it's it's not going to be a super happy movie. Just so <laughs> <Yeah>. we're <laughs> clear. <laughs> All those wonderfully happy movies that came out of World War Two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I, I got it. Okay, um, let's move on to the next r- uh, round of the roulette, where we uh, try to entice the other players to pick the movies off our cues, so we don't have to. And I, uh, my turn first. Um, now, this first one that I threw on here. Honestly, maybe I'm having an overreaction to The Chosen and Awaken, but uh, Jess, you're a little newer to the show. Uh, Eugene Mm -hmm. knows as well as I do that we go in cycles, and that's sort of like we throw each other stuff, we throw each other stuff, it gets worse and worse until Mm -hmm. we get lazy, and then we're just (laughs) like, ah, here's some shit. And and then we have to watch (laughs) stuff like The Chosen and Awaken, and we go, okay, we need to... uh, up our game and we need to start vetting these choices a little better, go watch some trailers, right. that kind of stuff, because this, nobody should endure this shit. Yeah. Um, Not week after week after it, week. It, it's hard. <laughs> uh, but, again, like, this might be an overreaction, but I threw some pretty, at least two really good things on here. Um, Mind Game. This is a Japanese 
animated film, and this, I was shocked that this was on Netflix, and I didn't know about it, but a buddy of mine online uh, had mentioned that, hey, this is now available, check it out. A struggling graphic artist shows his true colors, protecting the girl he loves, and her sister from Yakuza, loan sharks who aim to punish their father. And, okay, that alright, but this thing has five stars on Netflix, so this is a highly wow. rated yeah. film, and everybody, like, when he mentioned it, everybody started piling on the thread, like, oh, that movie's amazing, that's one of the best Japanese films I've ever seen, stuff like that. Uh, so, I actually want to pick it, but, you know, not, not picking my own, that's okay, and I'm going to watch that one very soon. Uh, next up is from Brian De Palma. Now, granted, lower score, but name actors, actresses, and Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. Passion, from 2012. An ad exec takes credit for her assistant's plum idea, an incident that prompts the shy assistant to undertake a campaign of revenge against her boss. Rachel McAdams, Numi Rapace. Maybe? Uh, Still pulling for uh, him, but like, um, let's see, Brian De Palma and Godfather director. Francis Ford Coppola. Thank you. They've both gone very direct to video. Yeah, did you guys see Twixt? Uh, we talked that that was a roulette. We talked uh, about that one on the show. I, I saw. I half hate of, that I, movie so much. I saw. I saw half of it, and I was like, "I'm done." I took a mulligan. <laughs> watched a different movie. Yep, and I deleted it off my queue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Lastly, uh, Into the Abyss is a documentary from Werner Herzog. Three stars, but I've heard rave reviews from other people. Mm-hmm. Compelling documentary examines the emotional aftermath of a triple murder in Texas, interviewing the two killers, victims, relatives, and others. Uh, Werner Herzog documentary. I mean, come on. I'm throwing gold here. This ain't no Chosen and Awakened. So, um, Eugene, you're next up. What do you got? Okay. I got, um, this is one that I had on, uh, uh, roulette a while ago. And I'm putting it back up there because of the director this time. Uh, and that is Missionary from 2013. Uh, Catherine is a struggling mother trying to create a better life for her and her son. She meets... Elder Brock, a handsome Mormon missionary with a troubled past, and they uh, begin uh, a relationship, and then, I don't want to give a whole lot away, but uh, there's some shady goings-on. Uh, the reason I did pick this is because just recently I watched uh, one of these, the director, uh, Anthony de Blasi, uh, another one that he made, uh, Last Shift, which I thought was pretty good uh, for a low-budget movie. Do uh, you, you guys remember that one? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to throw that back up there because I think that, that this guy with a, maybe a little bit bigger budget could uh, make a really good movie. Uh, so I'm like, well, I'm going to put that one on there. Um, next up for me is Autumn Blood. And just bear with me here. I'm pulling it up. Um Autumn Blood, 2013. High in the mountains, a widowed mother dies, leaving her two children orphaned, fearing being split up. They keep their mother's death a secret. They survive until villagers destroy their innocence. When they brutally assault the girl, now the siblings must come to of age. Wait a minute! Wait, wait! 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 Are you? Are, is that the Netflix synopsis? No, it is not. That is the IMDb synopsis. We might be on different movies. Oh, really? Uh, I'm on Netflix. It says Autumn Blood, 2011. Oh. It says, after an adolescent girl and her young brother are orphaned, maybe it is the same, are orphaned in a rural mountain town, the innocent pair become vulnerable to a brutal attack. Yeah. Uh, directed by Marcus Blunder? Yes. Okay. That's the one. Okay. 
Um, so it gets pretty good reviews. Um, Peter Stormare. So, you know, we'll see. I thought the synopsis sounded pretty good. And then lastly, a movie called Trash. And um, That thing got good reviews. I remember that. Uh, there it is. Yeah, I think this one looks really good. It sounds really good. Uh, three poor Brazilian teens find something suspicious in a garbage heap. Then they end up on the run from the law as they try to set things right. Um, and again, it, yeah, that one gets pretty good reviews. So I went the same way you did, Eric, is picking ones that, that I, I think there's no chance of them being as bad as the, the shit that you and I had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's that's my roulette picks for you guys. All right. And uh, so that brings it to me. So um, I picked uh, I picked just probably about standard three-star fare. I, I tried to go more middle, but not so bad as last time. Um, so the first one I got here is Rays, which I was actually surprised that at least Eugene hasn't seen yet. Um, Rays, a uh, horror-slash-action film, focuses on two abducted women and 50 other women are forced to fight each other using their bare hands. This uh, stars uh, fame stunt act- actress uh, Zoe Bell. Like, Zoe like, Bell was the uh, like stunt Tarantino. actress for... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Death Proof. Death Proof. Well, and, she was an actress in Death Proof, but she was the yeah. stunt double for uh, Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that is that one, and moving mm-hmm. on, and it's it's kind of it's brisk. It's ninety two minutes, and it's an R, so it sounds fun. sounds like it'd be a, yeah. a fun time. So the next one I picked was A Tale of Two Thieves, which I think actually Eric had put on a roulette maybe last mm-hmm. week or so. Um, mm-hmm. So in nineteen sixty three, in the countryside in England, fifteen men pulled off the great train robbery, netting today's equivalent of eighty five million dollars. Um, so it's basically just a story of that. I thought that sounded fun, and it's a documentary, and so it's only 72 minutes. And finally, Rob the Mob, starring Michael Pitt, um, is a Queens couple who specializes in robbing mafia social clubs, stumble upon a score bigger than they could ever imagine, becoming targets of both mob and the FBI in the process. So basically how it, it was summed up is it's sort of like a, a nickel and dime Bonnie and Clyde, I think is what it says on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So those are my three picks. Okay, time to pick, and I get to go first. Um, hmm, very tempted by trash. Uh, and Tale of Two Thieves would be the easy pick, because that's, I want to see that. But I think I'm going to go with Rob the Mob, because I want to see what Michael Pitt's up to. I liked him in that Funny Games remake. He's been in a lot of TV. He was in Boardwalk Empire, and he uh, played uh, Mason Verger in that in Hannibal. Ooh, and nice. he was really, really good as Mason Verger. Oh, man, that's good casting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is. Yep. And Andy Garcia's in that, too. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take Rob the Mob. All right. I'm looking at this director's other uh, works here. I don't remember. I, City Island, was that something? That sounds familiar, um, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So am I up or is it Jess? Yeah, Eugene, go ahead. Okay, um, you know I think I'm gonna try that Rays movie. Um, I Zoe knew it. Bell. <laughs> yeah, uh, bone, you got bone crunching. I don't want to say Fight Club type thing, but uh, just a fight. I think that's that's kind of what it sounds. It's kind of like a, yeah, a late like type thing. Fight Club meets kind of raid because I think she has to go through like this whole like big building or something full of them. So yeah, it's probably kind of like yeah. a raid kind of situation. Yeah. 
I will say that number two on the list was Mind Game, though. That uh, was... Yeah. That, five stars. Yeah, I know. And the yeah, Eugene like, just can't get away from those <laughs> one and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, just in case it's something. It could it's, be something. It's, amazing. it's the secret five-star movie nobody knows about. Yeah, other that's, that's the roulette, you see. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> All right, so then that means, because I had three choices, just in case, and I get to pick any of them. Because you guys, well, at least Eugene picked what I thought he would pick. <laughs> uh, okay, so you thought I was going to pick Rays. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I sabotaged it. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm i going to go with, my choices were Mind Game, Trash, or Passion. And so I'm going to go with Passion, because it's been sitting in my queue forever. And it's Brian De Palma, and I'm tired of skipping over it. <laughs> So is I. That's why. I, that's so, why I so passion is my pick for next week's roulette. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's yeah, that's good. I like it. I like the way this is shaping up. I'm, I'm surprised. I figured the two hottest picks would have been Mind Game and Into the Abyss, but I there, there might be too good. Like they're not worthy of roulette, so everybody will just add them. Yeah. Well, I pick, I was gonna pick Mind Game, and then I thought nah, because I got I had the really good one last week, so I'm gonna take I'm, I'm gonna lower the bar a little bit. <laughs> and that's that also is a symptom of the roulette that we we often very fall to. Uh, well, no, it is. It's it's where it's like, oh, my last one was awesome. I'm going to take a chance on a steaming yeah. pile. Yeah, it is. Because I would bet that none of these movies are going to be as good as Phoenix, but they will be worlds better than, than The, the Chosen. Than, than Chosen <laughs> yeah. and Awaken. So. Uh, this, it, it's like it happens every four or five episodes. It, we, we, we fall down to the depths, and it's time to, to rise above. Finally. Sometime, someone is going to watch this missionary movie. I know I've... I've, I've <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can tell you, you it's not going to be. It's not going to be me. Eugene's like, screw it. I know how I'll get him. When it's my turn to pick first... I'm going to pick a West Bentley doubleheader and missionary. And then white I'll pick a Jess yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> be missionary, white rabbit, and West yeah. Bentley. Just West Bentley, the, the movie. The true, the true yeah. life Just story. Just a day yes. in the life of West Bentley. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, let's move on to the next uh, segment, which is was going to be uh, Christmas movies. We were saving them up because mm-hmm. this this is going to come out about mm, about Christmas Day, day after. Um, unfortunately, I have not got to watch really any oh, Christmas no. movies yet because hey, it's the twenty third. My Christmas twenty four, twenty five. That's when I'm watching Silent Night, Deadly Night, Die Hard. I'm getting all of my Christmas mm-hmm. shit in, but. Uh, leading up to now, I've been so busy at work, I've barely watched anything. Most of the reviews that I have to give are weeks old. Uh, but I do have reviews to give. I think Eugene so, and I uh, have a, a, a decent yeah. amount to make up for that. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. We have plenty of time. We got a full hour for recently wow. watched. Uh, but you guys are going to make it a little more Christmassy than I probably am going to be able to. Um <laughs> But that's okay. I'm going to double up on some of my reviews because I've been teasing them for a while. I have to go first because it's, it's my turn. Um, so first doubleheader, uh, Trance, Danny Boyle film. I got this on Blu-ray. I saw it in the theater. I really enjoyed it. And uh, it actually really enjoyed my PS3 because it didn't want to leave it. <laughs> it was stuck in there for about Soulmate. 48 hours. Yeah, they're best friends. 
<laughs> but I managed to pry that bitch out, and I'm not going to hold it against the movie. I still like that movie. That was very intriguing. I did feel this time around, though, that uh, I was a little uncomfortable with the ending the first time, because I thought, like, wow, well, all of a sudden, you know, this dynamic thriller turned into slam-bang kind of action quick wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Like, it was too a little too quick. Um, watching it a second time, I realized, you know what, this suffers the same fault as, uh, Vanilla Sky, that I've always, I have always said Vanilla Sky has the same problem, and that is that the director or editor or both don't give you enough clues along the way to quite figure it out until the very end where they just have to frickin' tell you. And I hate that, where they're like, okay, we're just gonna tell I, you it's exactly what what we're yeah, doing here. What yeah. you've been watching for the last 60 minutes, here you go. You could pick up on some things, though. It's just... it. I saw, I saw Trance when it first came out, but I don't remember hardly any of it, and that's probably the reason. <laughs> no, yeah, but other than that third act, like the, the very ending of the third act, it's still a very strong movie, and it's a, a very strong performances all around, and the... Um, the score is amazing because it's like so subtle and unintrusive, but it still like makes you like clench up, like because it's so intense in a way, like with coupled with the storyline. Yeah, James McAvoy was really, really good in that. And there was, I remember, there was a couple of really brutally violent uh, moments in that movie. Am I, am I, it's been a while. since Yes, I've seen but that. they they were like they were almost uh, a lot of the movie is based in. Um, going into a trance what do you call that you're going into a trance the where the, they hypnotize, hypnotize, yeah. they're hypnotizing you so uh, a lot of its borders on dream sequence but it's not as um ob- <laughs> obnoxious as a dream sequence because yeah. uh, he's under trance hallucina- hallucination whatever the hell you want to call it but overall i still give it a thumbs up even with those kind of demerits of like eh, the ending of the third act man whatever but it still is a pretty good movie even if they have to explain it to you all the way at the end and I defend it because it's sort of like, I don't know how I would present it better as far as, well, if you just give me this little tip, it, it would it would spill over into spoon feeding too quick and you would see what's coming halfway through and hate it. <laughs> or at least yeah. I would. Uh, okay, moving on uh, in this doubleheader round. Uh, Rampage, Eugene, was on the roulette. I watched it. I completely mirror every single thing that you said in your review. I actually re-listened to your review and completely agree 100%. Go back and listen to that, and then you'll know what I think. The end. Moving on. Uh, Eugene, give me a Holy My lord. Wow. Dude, the Transformer just blew up. That... Like, lightning hit the... Hold on. It hit... The, the shit just blew wow. up. Wow. On my street. There was an explosion. I saw flames. It was just, so... I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Just hold on. Hold on. <laughs> just, we'll, uh, we'll keep talking. That, that was so fun. crazy yeah. to hear. Yes. And to capture on uh, on audio. On audio. <laughs> I'm just... I'm waiting for... Uh, uh, I'm waiting for Eric's internet to completely go out. I'm impressed that gone. it has not. Yes. Wow. That's wow, insane. That was a... <laughs> like, I thought, like, something, I thought something happened. I was like, what, yeah. did someone just get shot? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that, I mean, Eric's got some kids, and I can't believe that they're not waking up screaming. So we'll see. But I'm, uh, while he's, while he's investigating, uh, so do we want to, uh, I've got some, some non-Christmas so, movies that I want to talk about. But yeah, I do too. How many Christmas movies do you have? 
Oh, jeez. It just depends on if I want to focus more on, like, uh, the horror ones or if there's ones that I want to talk about, like, Christmas Story. You want to talk about well, Christmas Story? And... I have uh, I have six total, and five of them are horror. Shit, shit's blowing up over here, and you're talking about <laughs> oh, Christmas movies, too. Whee! We were just discussing how we would like to, to proceed with this. How yeah. we had them. How we had like, them organized. Eric's house is on fire. Whatever we got. <laughs> we a didn't hear screaming, so we thought it would, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very right. silent when I'm in so, panic mode. Well, I assume most of this will be edited out anyway. Now at this point, no, now we're no, going, that's we're too going funny. On. We 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 keep all this in. Oh, we got. I I have the mosquito guys spraying and all kinds of alien sounds in the background of my little town. We just leave it in. Well, that's, it's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, luckily, the street is not on fire. I don't know what that came. I just from. wish soon that you'd say, "Oh my lord, there's zombies running past right. my house right now." Like, that's, that's what it sounds you know, like. You know what's happening. <laughs> you know what's so messed up is actually I stuck my head out there to see if the if it hit the transformer on the I'm, I'm talking. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah. The transformer up yeah. on the pole. No, luckily the it that is actually up the street. So I think it hit a a telephone pole Ooh, or something. Yeah, probably. Uh, but, or like an underground uh, wire we still or have, something. No, I I don't I don't know. I, I swear I saw a flame, but it, it must have been right over uh, <laughs> from that pole. But it, luckily we still have power. We're good. But as I stuck my head out, I was like, <laughs> "Look around, maybe zombies." <laughs> it could be happening. We don't. Not know. even lying. It's like this is the part in the movie where the idiot sticks his head out the hey, window to look at a lightning bolt and gets his throat ripped <laughs> yes. out by the undead. Yes. And meanwhile, we would just be sitting here talking about Christmas movies. Yeah, okay, so like Eric Christmas is one story, of the undead, so do we go with the Christmas, or do we just stick with um, recently watched? Yeah. And then you, would hear, then you would hear, bang, bang, bang. Until yeah. <laughs> so another okay. explosion happened, and then you wandered away. <laughs> yes. Yes, and then my wife would sit down, put on the headphones, and be like, so, die hard. Right. Um, <laughs> Oh, All right. Okay. So what I propose here um, is we can just do our Christmas stuff, and because I think we probably have a lot of overlap. Yes, we do. I'm sure. Which means it'll go a little bit faster, and then we okay. can just do our uh, other non-Christmas okay. stuff. Yeah, because there's definitely a couple non-Christmas movies that I really want to talk about tonight, just to get it off of my list and mm-hmm. let people know what I think of these certain movies that I've seen. So. Guys, do whatever you want. Okay. Seriously. All right. well, we'll start... Okay, so I'm going to start with... Uh, I'm going to start with the first Christmas movie that I watched this year, um, and that would be Christmas Evil. Uh, <laughs> I watched Jesse. that one, too. That was actually the first one I watched. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. From 1980, <laughs> also known as You Better Watch Out. Which I, I like better. This... I, I, yeah, like I like that title it, yes. better. I do, too. Uh, this movie here, it I watched it on VHS, hated it, years and years and years ago, back in my VHS days when I worked at a VHS store. Uh, then I watched it on DVD, and I still hated it. So then I, of course, had to buy the Blu-ray. And <laughs> here's here's the weird thing. Um, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but the third time I'm like, that's actually a good movie now that I don't see it. <laughs> it it's weird because I, it's... I love it's, you. <laughs> I don't. It's, I it's, think you're you're like Stockholm syndroming yourself into liking I know. things. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think it's because I kept on thinking it's going to be Silent Night Deadly Night, and it's not Silent Night Deadly Night. It's Mm-mm. actually barely a horror movie. It's it's this weird it's, psychological. No, it, you know um, what it what is? Call it, Jess. It's it's. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. The worst possible idea ever. Yes. Like that's what that that's what's happening. It's that song embodied in the worst possible case scenario. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's but it it really uh, and do you, Jess, do you like the movie? 
No, actually, uh, Christmas Evil is not a favorite of mine. I think I give it like two and a half stars. Okay. It's just a little bit too bad for me. Yeah. Not and not like not fun bad. Just okay. This is this needs to go on and on and on and on. And I just yeah. I, I get bored with it. Yeah. Again, back to the importance of setting the bar at the right place. That is a monumentally higher score than the Chosen. Yes, yes, it is. And I will still watch Christmas Evil again next year. Oh, me too. Oh, and me, you're like two and a half stars. I'm like, not bad. It's like, I might watch that now. Um, The batshit crazy ending, and this movie has a crazy ending. It does. Uh, I mean, it's the whole so concept random. is ridiculous. I mean, it is. I guess we should explain what Christmas Evil is about for, to people who may yes. not know. So, uh, yeah, so it's about this this uh, factory worker. Uh, he makes toys. He loves Christmas. He loves Christmas and he loves Santa Claus and he wants to be Santa Claus. And you can tell this is a very unstable man. And so he starts dressing up like Santa Claus and punishing those that need to be punished and it kind of is Silent Night, Deadly Night but it's not a slasher movie it's just a, this, a character study almost of this very uh, mentally, mentally disturbed man. yeah yeah uh, but there is I have grown to enjoy this movie actually especially because it's it's so weird the ending is so weird Eric I think you would appreciate the ending honestly oh I'd check it out <laughs> um, it's it's just you wouldn't guess in a million years no. how that crazy thing ends uh so but for a very small budget early 80s horror not horror but just a weird oddity of a movie a christmas movie i would say you should check it out sometime i definitely will just since uh you watched it as well uh go ahead with your thoughts and that will count so i'm uh, i'm gonna sum this my thoughts up on christmas evil with one line from the movie and it it is as follows i gotta tell you harry I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And that's pretty much how I feel the entire time. <laughs> well, I, was, I was waiting for the punchline. No, that's all. Like, that's, that's... But I still want to have sex with your mom or some, like, nope. something funny. I thought there was something extra coming. Nope, just that. Just I don't know what's happening in this movie. I don't know where it's going. Why did that? I don't. <laughs> yes, and trust me, the credits roll and you're like, huh? Oh, okay. All right. So, and I'll, guess what? I'll watch it next December. Yeah. I will too. I believe you will buy the hollow cube of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh Eugene, next one. Um uh, next Christmas. Okay, so we're doing double headers. Yes, okay, so next you up gave for me, me one. is one that I will be very surprised if either of you have seen, and that is Santa's Sleigh. Have either of you watched Santa's Sleigh? I think Slay? I've seen that one once. It's newer, right? Yes. Bill Goldberg, the the professional wrestler. The wrestler. Bill Goldberg. Yes. Yeah. Um, this was. I've a, seen that once a very, very long time ago, so I, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I, I like this movie. I watch it every year, and it's funny, and it's, uh, it's got some money behind it. I mean, it's, it's actually got some sort of a decent budget, but it is essentially it's the real Santa Claus, the the whole story behind how Santa Claus came into existence, which is really cool. Uh, which leads to this big hulking professional wrestler type Santa Claus that comes to this small. T- he comes to the town of Hell. the The town's name is, is Hell. <laughs> Wait, okay. So since we're talking about spellings and such, it, Santa's sleigh is it spelled like the sleigh? Yes, S L A Y. Like I kill, yeah, like S-L-A-Y. kill you, sleigh. Yeah. Yes. So uh, making a note here. Yeah. yeah. Again, people, all films better than the Chosen. Yes, yes. Uh, but this one here, it's fun. It's it's a comedy first and foremost. It's it's hardly a horror movie, but 
Um, it's lighthearted. It's only an hour and 75 minutes. It moves quick. Um, the beginning, there are so many cameos in this thing. You're like, how did they get that person <laughs> to be in? Fran Drescher's in it. Chris Kattan. Wow. Um, <laughs> I forgot Larry she was Ness 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 yeah, Ness Ness Ness. Ness. We'll later. We will. Yes. <laughs> um, and, um, I, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, uh, I liked it. I, James Caan does a cameo in it. But, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he does a cameo in the See, movie it's in the been, beginning. I, I saw it once, like, probably right when it came out, and I probably saw it at a party or something, and I, I, yeah. I would need to go back to it. Yeah, I, I think that... Eric, I think that you would get a kick out of it. It's it's silly, and a lot of the jokes are lame, but they're kind of funny, and it's just fun. I it's a fun movie, and I actually like the storyline of how Santa Claus actually was a demon, and then there. Yeah. Anyway, San- <laughs> it's all right. I, I would totally watch it because a, a, a silly horror movie is is always better when it's based around a holiday. For some yeah. reason, it's just more forgiving. And, I know and, it is, and especially Christmas. It's so funny. It's it's much easier to forgive. It, it, yeah, it is, and he has this big buffalo demon thing as his reindeer, which is it is really <laughs> cool too. So he here he comes in this big with this big buffalo demon reindeer thing and killing hookers or hit, killing strippers at a strip club and because they're yeah, anyway, so because they're naughty, you see. <laughs> yes. I get okay. It. Anyway, Santa's sleigh. Yes. So a uh, double header for me for Christmas. I'm just going to throw them both out there. I watched both Black Christmases, the nice. original and the Black Xmas. And those movies are both fantastic on their own levels. I mean, Black Christmas, the original, is what it is, and it's it's a staple in the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Kidder is fantastic in it, and so is <sighs> Olivia Hussey. Um, but Black Xmas... i got to see this freaking movie. I haven't seen the original. Oh my- God, Eric. There's no reason. I think maybe Again, we should invent no a segment that maybe you would have to oh, watch we're, we're, that in. I don't know. Mm, we're we're getting but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um but Black Xmas came out in what, two thousand six? Six, yep. And it's fan I mean it's it's fine on its own. It it's its own slasher, it's its own it's got its own style. Everything is very well done. The girls are all funny and and no, I mean, yeah, you have that bitchy element of sorority, but that was in the present, the first one, too, and they're not terrible. Like, you, you, you actually don't want them to get killed by Billy. Mm-hmm. But I will say that the, the Billy that I prefer, if, if I'm going to choose, is I prefer the original Billy. And not because of the whole backstory thing. That thing doesn't bother me. But the idea of Billy on the phone and, and how it mm-hmm. actually sounds in the original film is oh, so wow. much more creepy than yeah. anything that they do in the remake. And I mean, I like that they gave Billy a backstory, and that's fine. I don't mind that. But just to him on the phone in the original one is just, it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the score for the original, wow, it is so good and so mm-hmm. dread-inducing. Um, it is. And like that, move, it, it, that movie's just a good movie mm-hmm. all around, not just a good horror movie or a good... Christmas horror movie. It's. I mean, it's got really. I mean, Olivia Hussey's in it, and she was Juliet and Romeo and Juliet. So it's not got nobody actors in it. But I will say one thing about it: when you watch a movie with a character that has your name, specifically when you go by the shorter version of your name, and it's screamed about eight hundred times <laughs> in an hour and forty minutes, 
it gets a little little nerve-wracking. Because <laughs> they just scream around, scream, and run around yelling, Jess, 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 the whole yes, time. That ending, uh, by the way, is so, uh, so good. One of the mm-hmm. better slasher movie endings, I think. And I completely I wanna, agree. I don't want to give that away cause, yeah, you know, because you haven't Eric seen it. Yeah, because Eric needs to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, back to your point about the names, though, Jess. You're talking to a Eugene and an Eric. We are the dorks <laughs> of the uh, cinema community. We are the first to go. Yes. True. There, there ain't no heroes yes. that are Eric and Eugene. No. That's true. No. I, I got, but there is, there's also no movie called Let's Scare Eric to Death, but there is a Let's <laughs> Scare Jessica to Death. Exactly. Yeah. And, yes. My, my usually head. Eugene's a skinny black guy, and <laughs> or he's the guy usually the first to go. Yeah, or, 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 I'm, sorry, or Eugene. I'm Eugene Crab from from SpongeBob. Or yeah, Eugene Crab. That's it. That's that's it. <laughs> Eric's usually uh, the computer nerd. Or, it's, uh, yeah. I guess <laughs> or I fit could, my name. You could be like Corey's cooler older brother in Boy Meets World. Hey. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Goals I'm so much and aspirations. cooler. <laughs> So so back to Black Christmas real quick because we're yeah. touching on on because uh, I'm sure you I, watched both right I oh yes and yeah. I love I adore the remake in fact I think that that movie I don't understand the hate that that movie got uh, that movie did something different when slasher movies weren't I think that big anymore is it no. took something like the holiday and it made a movie they made a movie that was bright and colorful and cheerful and Christmassy and made it just evil and sinister. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about the movie is I told Eric about this a long time ago is it's warm and it's like a Christmas story except there's a killer that is brutally killing these college girls in their dorm. I love the color scheme and the cinematography. That fits considering Bob Clark directed the original. Yeah. Yes. But uh, it's just it's and it's a nasty nasty slasher movie. It's it really is. violent and gory and I, I totally dig the backstory and I like the fact that that um, while I know that the original was very much, you know, obtuse and like, oh, we're not going to give too much away. I like that that in this one, they give everything away right up front. And I like that they did something different. It's like, you know what? We're going to we're going to make it is a, definitely a remake, but we're going to, you know, forge our own path. And here's Billy. Here's his backstory. Here's why he's doing what he's doing. And here's these girls that you, you like. I liked even the bitchiest of I liked all of them. I liked all of them. I thought they all worked great together and it was funny. The dialogue was good. The ending was satisfying. It's, it's in my Mm -hmm. top 100, uh, all time. I watched that every year. It's one of those movies where I just, I'm stunned at the hate that that movie got when it was originally released. Uh, well, and here's where I think my opinion, uh, comes into play and that's uh, having not seen the original, and Eugene trying to get me to see the remake for a couple mm-hmm. of years until I find... Because I'm... Look at it from my point of view. Okay, Eugene. Yes, the slasher. Black Christmas. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah I'm sure it's a masterpiece. Um, it is. Finally, I broke down and bought the unrated version uh, on DVD because he said it went out of print. So I was like, oh, I snagged it for you know a couple of bucks at a thrift store or whatever. And watched it and was shocked how much I enjoyed it. Um... And I've taken flack for it in the last couple of weeks to, on message boards, whatever, what have you. Um, because you haven't seen a the lot other of one? People, no, well, a little bit of that, but mostly because people going, oh, they were they were saying as far as remakes go, like they liked the Fog remake better. Oh, they liked oh they liked all like they started listing all the remakes they liked better than this one. They just hated this one, and I'm like, well, I haven't seen the original, so I don't 
know. I don't. I don't uh, want to speak too much. Yeah. No. Because I haven't seen the original. You know. The Fog remake is better than no remake. I saw. <laughs> I saw the Fog remake. Trust <sighs> me, that shit was nothing. That, <laughs> I mean, is it better movie. than the Chosen? Yes, yeah, maybe. I, I guess, guess because there's people in it that we know. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, but yeah. Having never seen the original, you know, so I didn't have, I didn't go into it with any kind of context. Yeah. And well, and I, I did the same thing because Black Christmas, the remake, came out when I was in high school, and I hadn't seen the original Black Christmas yet. So when I saw that, I was like, "This is great. This is just an awesome slasher movie. It's really well done. I like all these characters." Mm-hmm. It's like Eugene said, it's very Christmassy from the open scene. They like open on the sorority house. It's decked out in Christmas lights and Christmas music is blaring. Oh, I know. I love it. And so later on, and like years later, I saw the original. I was like, okay, I like them both, but I like them both for different reasons as different movies, not mm-hmm. as one remake of another. But I did really enjoy the way that they presented Billy's backstory. They were sl- splicing that in here and there along the way. and I Yeah, we didn't have to watch a full hour long prologue well that and it wasn't it wasn't just sort of like oh he's crazy the end or um yeah there there was a big presentation at the beginning or a big presentation at the end of why he's crazy and Mm -hmm. understand him and it also dances a very fine line with all of these bitches being bitches because most of the time when (laughs) bitches being bitches in movies you're like you want to see him gone yeah yeah i don't care that you're getting killed but it was funny how they were like, okay, they're college students just being kind of bitchy college students. Yeah, and they're just being people their age. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, exactly. For it was the sort time. Of like, they're kind of assholes, but I still don't hate them, you know. Yeah, I didn't hate any of the characters in, in the movie, and I thought the killer was great. Like, he was genuinely creepy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, yeah. for anybody that hasn't listened to the movie, I don't want to give anything away because there are a couple twists along the way as far as the killer and... Uh, some other things going on there and th- that tie in with his backstory. Uh, so, uh, but I love it. I love it. And uh, it's one that uh, is not selling night, deadly night, but it is the closest thing to me to a, I don't want to call it a remake, but a homage to silent, silent night, deadly night as anything. It's way more of a remake than the actual Silent Night remake, which is a steaming pile yeah. of shit. I hate that movie. Answer me this. Why is it, it that Stephen C. Miller, the director of the Silent Night remake and various other horrible films, is yeah. popping up in every podcast that I subscribe to recently? And everybody's oh. like, that Silent Night remake, I really enjoy Everybody's like loving on him. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? That sucks. Oh, that movie was bad. I and even he... Even he talks about, like, oh, I wish I had snow in it, but we couldn't afford it. So I just shot it this way, and (laughs) it sucks. And it's like, even he is saying it sucks. Why why is everybody loving it? Uh, Anyway, derail. Yeah. Anything else for Black Christmas, Jess? Uh, Nope, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, Next doubleheader for me. You need to watch the original. I I know I need to. Again. There's no reason I haven't. I just right. don't have it. Um, I've been teasing for the last episode or two about a couple of Blu-rays I bought for a dollar fifty, and it's time uh, yeah. to come clean and get these out of the way. First up, Dread. Not bad. Not a bad film. Yes, the like Carl the, the Urban. After Dark. No, no, no. Dread. The Judge Dread. Oh, the Judge Dread. <laughs> I think I was thinking D R E A D. No, D R E D D D. Yes. D D. Um. 
I've watched this before uh, in the theater, and I think streaming on Netflix. But who can pass up a Blu-ray of this for a buck fifty? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it still holds up as much as you would expect. It's a good film. I I don't adore it. I don't hate it. I it's very watchable. I wish I had it in 3D, but I don't. Well, I have the 3D version, but I'm not set up for 3D at my house. So that's the easy one. The indefensible one is Dragon Ball Evolution. The extremely uh, whitewashed American <laughs> version. Why? Because I love Dragon Ball. I can't help it. The uh, anime, original anime DVDs had a feature that should be presented on every TV DVD feature ever. And that's the marathon feature. You pop in a disc, hit the marathon... And it skips all of the credits, all of the coming soon, all of the previously on this show, and just gives you the core show uh, as confined as possible. And that's really important for an anime because these animes, they're generally new material is about 15 minutes long. The show is 30 minutes, but the new material is 15 because of all of the extraneous bullshit they put in there. So you could burn through a disc of the original Dragon Ball in an hour, hour mm-hmm. and a half. In the time it takes you to watch. <laughs> exactly. It would normally be ten hours, but because <laughs> of all the extra shit. Anyway, uh, derail. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Evolution would be the extremely whitewashed uh, version of, Americanized version of uh, uh, live action of the anime show. And it's very frustrating in the same way that... Um, M. Night Shyamalan's Last M. Airbender is very frustrating. It's based on an amazing anime show, and if you are familiar with the show and you invested all of that time watching all of the seasons of the show, you can see what they're going for. They're trying to cram this big, huge thing into an hour and a half, but it just does not work because you yeah. can't cram that much shit into one film. See, why is that such like a difficult thing? It's either we're stretching movies out for too many because and you don't have enough material or is you're trying to put too much material into an hour and 40 minutes. You know, a lot of it depends on the director and yeah. a lot of it depends on the budget that you're dealing with because these people get these tiny budgets and they're put on uh, shitty directors and they're, yeah, just, and they're like, just like, okay, make it as fast as you possibly can. Exactly. And I give a lot of I, this is the second time I've watched it, so I, yeah, so I watched it in the theater. Even though knowing it was going to be just terrible, I, I watched it. Then. I'm a huge fan, so I watched it then. Watch it now, and I, I give him a lot of credit. Whoever directed this piece of crap, I don't. I'm not even going to go look up their <laughs> name, but I give them even more credit than M. Knight with Airbender because he threw in stuff that was like deep cut Dragon Ball. Like old school, before the popular Dragon Ball series. The old first series that almost no American saw. He threw those little tidbits in there, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. So I gotta give you credit for that. But, if I had never watched any of those old seasons just arriving and watching this movie, I would be (laughs) so confused. It's like, the dude is turning into a monkey. What the hell is going on? This is baffling. So... As a film on its own, it's a complete, pretty much failure. But it's not as bad as The Chosen. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to bore you anymore oh, with yeah. this anime nonsense. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. Actually, I was shocked to discover in my thrift store thriftings that there is a Japanese live-action 
uh, Dragon Ball movie, and I picked it up for a couple of bucks on some rare, rare import. Um, I've never seen it. I'll, I'll watch it here soon, and I'll report back. I'm sure it's going to be god-awful, but... <laughs> it's just one of those things you just can't cram that much information into one single movie yep uh eugene your turn doubleheader okay uh okay so moving on with the christmas movies um uh, i actually i'm now going to get away from horror just a little bit and talk lies about, uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Christmas Story, and this is one, Eric, that, I, to my knowledge, you still have still not have seen, not correct? Seen. Uh, it's so wow. good. <laughs> like, I'm legitimately surprised uh, by that, because it's on TBS 24 hours on Christmas. I'm a, I'm a cord cutter. I have no TV. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's so good. It, and and it, it truly is a timeless movie. Every year, when I pull it out... I, I'm like, it's still funny. It's still cute. It is. It's still, it, it is weird because it, it barely has a storyline, but it works. It, it's like, this is a uh, Bob Clark movie, by the way. Yeah. Um, the, the opposite of what we were of, just talking about. <laughs> of Black Christmas, yeah. Uh, but it's just the one, uh, a Christmas in the life of this kid and his family and what the, the ups and the downs and the funny stuff. And it's so good. And uh, it just has such great, iconic Christmas scenes in it. Uh, and most, sorry, Eric, but most people have seen this movie, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. It's just a great movie. <laughs> it truly is a great it movie. It is. It still holds up. Uh, I haven't watched it, like, actually sat down and watched it in a couple of years, just because, like I said, everywhere I go, it's on TBS. And I always, yeah. it's, I'm always at the same exact part, no matter what I do, no matter where I go or what time it is, it's the same part every year changes part every year but it'll be the same scene um so so eric what what you need to do is, is you need to have a bob clark appreciation night so you need to watch black christmas a christmas story and i'm just going to say this because i know you haven't seen it children shouldn't play with dead things children shouldn't play with dead things yep. <laughs> I, I was just all three are, are on my watch list i just don't have access to but them. no we'll, we'll get you access to them no, and then and then you can have yes. your own just triple feature bob clark night and I, I i mean you've seen porkies yes yes okay well then, it doesn't have to Good. be a, a quadruple <laughs> <laughs> yeah but those three seriously you i know and th there's no yeah. reason i just just don't have them. <laughs> I just don't have them. They haven't come up on Netflix. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm waiting. Okay, so yeah. Anyway, uh, and I might as well talk about briefly Die Hard. I watched Die Hard on Blu-ray. It's a Christmas movie. No matter what anybody says, that is a Christmas movie. Yep. And that falls under the I watch in December, and it kicks ass, of course. And at this point, there's nothing else to say about Die Hard that hasn't been already said. It made Bruce Willis the star that he is. He is. Perfectly cast in this movie, the action still holds up. the The dialogue still, everything about the movie still holds up today. Um, yeah, it's from the '80s and it has that '80s feel, but it is uh, it defined a genre of film. You know, it's Die Hard on a boat, it's Die Hard mm -hmm. in whatever, and it still works. And it's still by far, to me, the best of that series. Part three, I think, would be runner up. But um, agreed. It's it's yeah. It's it's a great movie and it's a great Christmas movie. It's fun. I agree. Anyway, so is that your double? Did 
Yeah, you got yep. two. Definitely okay. Yeah, I, I, seriously, some of these movies, I, I, like Die Hard, I don't know what else to say about Die Hard that has not. No, I totally seen, understand because so like, Die Hard it kicks ass. Because I've only got three Christmas movies left here, so that actually Die Hard knocks out one of them. And and yeah, I totally mm. agree. We just watched that one. That's probably the most recent one we watched, and it's it's mm. great. I mean, that, that's that that's all we can say about it. If you haven't seen it yet, you you must. And if you don't think it's a yeah. Christmas movie, you're wrong. I mean, I, that's fine. It yeah. can be your opinion, but opinions can be wrong. Yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> so, so my uh, my final Christmas doubleheader is um, between Eugene's favorite and one that was new oh, to yeah. me this year. Um, so the one uh, that is that is uh, new to me because we'll, we'll just segue. The one that's new to me is uh, was Don't Open Till Christmas uh, from 1984. Mm. Oh yeah, I've yeah. Seen that one. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. It, it gets a it gets a three point nine on IMDb. It, it's not that bad. Mm. I mean, it's better than the chosen. <laughs> 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 and I had a lot of fun with it. And it, it's directed by uh, Ed, Edmund uh, Perdom, who did Pieces. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, yeah. Eugene suddenly mom? just just liked that movie times ten. Mm, no, Pieces. Uh, Pieces is JP's no, son. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh, if we're fight, we, fight maybe we're talking about two different pieces. Yeah, because pieces is, yeah, yeah. All right, so Jean Pierre Simon oh. Edmund. Wait, oh, he was an actor in it. Okay, my bad. I knew it was there. I thought it said he directed <laughs> it. Okay, so the director of Don't Open Till Christmas was an actor in Pieces. Really? Okay, now which he played? Was he? Uh, he played the dean, and oh, he played the dean at the school. John, oh, no, yeah. John Saratoga. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I, and that actor has been in other things as well. Yeah, uh, he's like been in him, a bunch of stuff. Actually. But yeah, so that yes. movie was... like him. He was in pieces. ...was directed. <laughs> so he, he jumped ship from acting and went on to directing. And yeah, this is a quick movie. It's 86 minutes. It's it's an English yeah. movie um, about... It's basically a killer's on the loose, killing anybody who's wearing a Santa suit in London during the holiday season. And Scotland Yard has to go after and and and, and get him before he, he keeps killing more people, and it just goes on like you would normally think it would. But I don't know. It was fun. It, it was something that was new. So I always like seeing things that are new to me, especially from the seventies and eighties, because I've seen so much. So it's yeah. nice to even if it's not great, it's nice to just find something new. Um. So this one was one that I had wanted to check out for a while, and I tracked it down, and I, I would give it a thumbs up. I'd watch it if you like slasher movies, you like Christmas horror movies. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I. Everything that Jeff said, I agree with. That's, yep, same review. And so <laughs> my, uh, my second one, uh, my final Christmas movie in this doubleheader and a Christmas list is uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is Eugene's favorite. Um. Yep. Which is one that I didn't come to until later, so probably maybe about five years ago or so. Um, got to see that, and I will admit that it is not my favorite, but I like it better than Christmas Evil. <laughs> 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 and it, it is a lot more fun, and it is much more Christmassy and and straight, directly horror. And I mean, it does have mm. Linnea Quigley in it, so it can't be that bad. She's so good. <laughs> yeah. I love So, that. yeah, I'll, I'll pass the love reins it. on to Eugene, and he, and he can talk more about that one since it's his favorite. Yeah. Uh, have you watched it yet this year? Me? Oh, yes. Yeah, How I many times have you watched it? What is wrong with you? It's supposed year. to be Christmas Eve. I, I, see, I have watched Silent Night, Deadly Night more than any other movie in my life. I have watched that movie more than anything. 
Uh, I can I can literally I could quote that entire movie. I sit there when I watch it and I just quote segments from the movie as it happens. It's, I love that movie, and it's it's one of the first slasher movies I ever watched. And uh, everything about everything in a slasher movie that you expect and hope to see from an '80s slasher movie is in that movie. It's got sex and nudity. It's got graphic kills. It's got a cool killer. Uh, it's uh, and this is. It's got a really like obtrusive theme song running throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um, I just I, everything about it, I adore. Uh, and I, uh, the, my, I, mean, I could go into my history with that movie and uh, how I fell in love with the movie. I actually, my parents used to not let me watch horror movies, and so I was friends with a guy at, in in. Uh, middle school and I went over to his house overnight we had a big you know bunch of us got together and we rented a bunch of movies Silent Deadly Night was one of them and he was like oh my mom took me to see this in the theater and it wasn't that good it wasn't gory at all well we watched the VHS well the VHS was the uncut version which he had not seen so throughout the entire movie he's like whoa I didn't I don't remember that <laughs> I don't remember that part because it's it's a very graphic yeah. movie uh, it for a eighty slasher movie, it's pretty gory and uh, mean spirited, and so uh, from that point on, it was every year. I don't know if there has been a year that I have missed since nineteen. It came out. It was released in theaters in nineteen eighty four, and then it got yanked after uh, a couple weeks with the whole controversy. It actually opened up the same weekend as uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, if I remember correctly, and it did better than Nightmare on Elm Street did uh, in its opening weekend. But it still it got pulled. Um, but it, it was released to VHS, I believe, a year or two later, a couple of years. And so the first time I watched it, I fell in love with it. And I uh, we used to go to a shopping mall, my parents and I. And I there was a video store in the shopping mall. And I ordered the movie from the counter. I was like, can I, I want to I want to order this movie because this is back in the day where you couldn't just buy right like, just randomly go to stores and buy movies. This is like VHS videos were expensive. Um, I paid top dollar for that VHS. They ordered it in for me in big box, the big, uh, big box, USA Ooh. video box. And yeah. And I watched that year after year after year after year. And I've watched that every year of my life since probably 1985 or six, whenever it was released on VHS. I've seen wow. several times. Actually in the early years, several times a year, I would watch that. Uh, in fact, I remember one weekend I watched it several times, and I just something about it. It just it defined my uh, my adolescence. It's so, a fun movie, and my I really like it. But yeah. I've only seen it like uh, three times. <laughs> yeah, I've only but seen I, it a, ha- a handful of times. But I know what you're. I know that feeling. Like when I was in high school, for me, like it was when I was first discovering those movies. It was Rocky Horror that I was going to like every other weekend, and it's just something that like yeah. I can sit there and I can tell you every line from that movie and the sequel. And it's yeah, yeah yep. <laughs> Die Hard was always my that was my Christmas movie. That was the one that I watched over and over and over, over, over every single year. Well, Gremlins was my yeah. Christmas movie, and that one I haven't watched yet because I have to watch that on Christmas Eve. I just I just don't. But Gremlins is my is my Christmas movie. That is what I go to without fault. And uh, Silent Night Deadly Night has become my Christmas Eve movie, and it's only because I've recently come to it in the last couple of years. And see, I would. I'm married now, so I. It used to be my Christmas Eve go to every year, but now you know, spend your Christmas Eve with your significant other. So 
we have now a new tradition and it is pretty much it's generally Polar Express which I adore Polar Express even with the kind of dodgy CGI here and there I love Polar Express but it's um, it's Elf over here Elf and then they go to bed and it's late night time for Eric to watch SNDN yes I'm I'm lucky my fiance watches all the same crazy crap I do so I don't have to compromise too much but Gremlins features both of our actually our favorite Christmas song uh Baby, Please Come Home uh, by Darlene Love, which Ooh. is the one that Letterman always had uh, play every Christmas. So it's a great song. I love that movie. Oh, man. Love it. It's so I good. Know. I just yeah. I haven't got around to it. So many films to get around to. I just... I, I know. It's, it's, I, it's a never-ending so stream. Uh, okay. You want my last round with uh, a half a Christmas movie? It's it, <laughs> This will be very quick, and then we can get back into anything you guys want to talk about. Uh, okay. A double header. First up, Eleven Blocks. I've been throwing this one on the roulette, and I have become yeah. entirely jaded by watching The Raid 2. It's really hard to go back to watching direct-to-video guys try and f- punch each other and <laughs> fake oh, shadow fall over each other oh, with their really motion. Uh, you know, if I hadn't just recently watched Raid 2, this probably would be... I'll watch it. Okay, I approve of you, and I I hope the best for you, but uh, this receives a big, fat old no score, because I didn't finish it. No, I I I watched about 15... No scores are for ones I don't finish. I I got through 15 minutes and was like, I just... I I can't. And it wasn't that it was so (laughs) dreadful, just that it was not the raid. I just watched the raid for action, so it's it's so slow, and eh. Uh, And next up... Ooh, here's my half a Christmas thing, and I, I'm ducking the rocks that are being chucked in my head already. But uh, a very Murray Christmas. <laughs> I watched it too. I, I haven't. I, uh... I watched half of it, and I was like, "There are far more eye rolls than there are laughing going on in this uh, <laughs> feature." So that's sort of where I'm at with Bill Murray anymore. Ever since he jumped on the Wes Anderson train, I'm like, I'm good. I like him in, the, in those movies, though, but in this... It I'm not like, a Wes Anderson fan. Yeah, that's all right. That's, <laughs> that's here and there. Yeah, I can see how that goes that either way. That is another discussion for another time, and I'm sure it will yeah. happen. <laughs> we haven't oh, done yes. Wes Anderson in the oh. director spotlight, so... That would be a yeah, good one. Yeah, especially if Jess is a hater. That's I am. Okay. It would be, that would be a challenge. <laughs> but, but a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, I watched like 20 or 30 minutes, I don't even know, of this hour plus special. And it, it just, uh, more often than not, I find myself just rolling the eyes and not laughing. Or, mm. or there were things that were like amusing where I'd be like, eh. That, that was kind the of most, funny. Yeah. That was the most you got out of me. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Like with any kind of stand-up, and I know that in all the production stills they put out there, it's like, George Clooney, and it's going to be a big thing, and it's, boy, you took your damn sweet time getting to the whatever is funny, because after <laughs> 20 minutes, I'm out. I'm good. So what is it even about? Like, what's it supposed to be about? Is He's it just... trying to put on a, a live stage performance Christmas event thing, mm-hmm. but they're getting blizzarded out in New York. Yeah, and then uh. celebrities pop by, so you have these real convenient shot in a room uh-huh. things where so and so happens to be there. I get it. Not everybody can be in the same place at the same time, and it's just you, you know 
winging a prayer. Okay, this mm-hmm. guy showed up. Great. Now we're in this closet and we're shooting this thing and eh, I just wasn't buying yeah. that he was haphazardly stumbling from one set to another. What was the point, though? I Because I, I didn't really get the point other than this was a collection of some Christmas songs from Maybe. Miley Cyrus and him singing and George Clooney. I didn't get that like, far. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Over to you. Oh, no, I'm done, me, with, my, no I'm done with my ending. two. Over to Eugene with a very Murray Christmas. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't want to spend any more time on that. I've got good <laughs> no, stuff to talk about. No, it's too late you started. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> okay, Eugene cancels um, out of a very Merry Christmas. Uh, no, it's seriously, it's 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 just random sing, uh, random sings, random songs from <laughs> celebrities. Seriously, that's all it yeah. is. It's like, this uh, almost felt like it should have just been um, an iTunes compilation thing. Like just some songs, because that's really all the movie is. I watched the whole thing, and, and it's there's some funny parts of witty banter back and forth, but all it is is just singing. And Miley Cyrus does a song, which is actually pretty good. Well, there there was that one part too where he he sat down on the piano and he sang a Christmas song, and it was like, yeah, this is going on too long because it's not funny and it's not good singing. So why? Yeah, it, it's just songs. So I and yeah, anyway, yeah, I'll I pass. Get it. I'm good. I don't yeah. need to watch that. <laughs> Just yeah. maybe, maybe the hipster in you would love it, though. You Perhaps I don't. We are we are old, dodgy, gray-haired folk. Yeah, so maybe, but even yeah. I, I, you know, the hipster quality it's there, but I don't. But it's not totally because I don't like Wes Anderson. So that's true. Can't, that's I'm, true. I'm that a, is true. I'm a, yep. I'm the missing link. That's uh, a shocking revelation, <laughs> by the way, that you don't like Wes. That I don't like. <laughs> I know. I'm shocked. Everybody says that, and I'm like, I just can't. Nope. But again, we'll we'll get to that. Because right now, I think we have Fantastic Mr. Fox. I have. That's the only one I like. Okay. That is the singular one. You know what? One you know what? I like. I, that's okay then. I I approve of whatever. Then that's fine as long have. as I like that one. That's as long as you like totally that one, cool. that's okay. Everything else, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> then we'll do. We'll we'll just say so, that. So, Jess, real quick here, and this is not a, really a review. I just wanted to tell you about one that you should watch mm-hmm. sometime, a Christmas movie. And, and well, not really, oh, Eric, because I don't think Eric would like it at all. <laughs> but Jess would probably appreciate it. And uh, it's directed by David Hess. Okay. You know yeah. David Oh, Hess okay. Is. So, Don't no. Open Till Christmas? No, that's the one I just said. Um, to All, to all, to all good, good Night. Oh, what the hell? Like, Because everybody knows that. Yeah, well, it, Dave. Okay, David Hess is uh, the villain in. Uh, he's Krug. Uh, Last House on the Left. He's Krug in Last Last House on the Left, and he was in House on the Edge of the of the mm-hmm. Park, and uh, you know. Some this other is a things. fantastic collection of long titled films. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and don't go into the woods. And, and House uh, by the yeah, Edge. House of the Edge. House of Cemetery. Yeah. with the heart that yeah. is, yeah. So, um, it's just callback things I remember from the beginning of the episode. (laughs) Yes, yes. But it's a slasher movie from the, from 1980 and directed by David Hess about a group of teenagers at a party. They find themselves being stalked by a Santa Claus killer. So uh, it actually, it's really, really, it's not a great movie, but it's fun. And I bet that you would probably get a. I've been wanting to see it. I just haven't had to. I haven't tracked it down yet. So I think I will. I will boost yeah. that one up trying to find that. Um, yeah, it, it is on Blu-ray, and I do own it. So maybe that might be one that I can let you borrow. All right. Time. Yeah. Fantastic. I would yeah, love so, to see yeah. that. I'm sure it's just as sleazy as it can be. 
<laughs> yes, it's sleazy and it's silly, but I it, it has a good twist ending kind of thing going on, and it's just and the music is so not fitting to the movie, <laughs> which which of course in this case makes it work because oh, the movie good. is the the music is one thing, and then it's, it's got this weird because score. like the music in oh. Last House on the Left when it gets all weird with the cops, like it just totally throws you out of it. Just oh, that takes me so out of that, that movie. Oh, I, hate I have not that. watched that movie because Eugene hated it. Oh wait, Last House on the Left, just in general. The, the original, I, I think I saw the remake. Was the remake with the. Uh, the remake from, had Jesse oh, in it from, had, yeah, from Breaking Bad. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I like the, the remake. The, wait, did the remake have the guy from Ghost and the microwave at the end? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I saw the remake, but I haven't seen the original. The, the remake, uh, the Wes Craven re, uh, original, uh, there is some great stuff in there, but seriously, the, the cop stuff and the music, yeah. I, I hate I know you hate it. Should I watch it? You know what? I would say yes. You should watch it at least once because it's one of those movies that's just kind of a um, like a checklist. Yeah, it's a checklist checklist. movie. Exactly like Campbell Holocaust. All of them. They're all. I mean, I like Campbell Holocaust more. Um, Last House on the List. Yeah, it does. It does have good. It has a lot of good qualities. It just it doesn't hold up as a good movie. Pretty much. Okay. like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that holds up extremely yeah, but well. But this one, it's just, it's not, you know, it's right after Wes Craven and uh, Sean Cunningham got out of doing porn, basically. And it's yeah. filmed <laughs> it's, it's filmed in that kind of gritty, gross way that it makes you feel icky when you watch it. Um, yeah. And so it's effective. It, it does what it's supposed to do. But yeah, the, the bumbling cops are annoying. But but oh, Eric I hated that. Eric, stuff. I would I would check it out. Just I mean, as a checklist movie okay. and just for a frame of reference to a lot right. of other stuff you might come across. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. And and of course, Wes Craven. He took the 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 main villain's name in Krug. Last House on the Left was named Krug, which of course Wes Craven used in. Yep, from Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. So there you go. All right, so wait, whose turn is it? Where are we at? It's Eugene. Okay, Eugene, oh, okay so. this is last round, people. Eugene, clean up anything you want to get off for uh, oh, Christmas. Damn it. Hey, I'm what? not even done with my Christmas stuff. And I've, so here's the thing. There's a couple movies that I'm going to talk about that are not Christmas-related. So This is your last about. round. You can talk about anything you want. Okay, shit. Um, <laughs> hey, we derailed in the last house on the left and all kinds of I, stuff. I finished my Christmas. <laughs> I have one, two, three, four... Other movies, but two of them will be very brief. Okay. You both are getting another round, and then we're wrapping <laughs> okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so... We got oh, plugs wow, and tees and all kinds of shit, plugs, and it's, yes. it's getting on. I have three... I've got four more Christmas Eugene, movies, Eugene, but... burn through them. Go ahead, just okay. get them done. Okay, so, um... Oh, shit. Um, okay. So, Christmas Carol, Jim Carrey, uh, I really liked it. Uh, Dr. Seuss, Grinch, So Christmas, the original was great. Uh, Christmas Vacation, eh. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is I didn't mean classic. you had to do it in 30 seconds. I, mean, no, I, wanna I can't even write this down. I shit I want to talk about. Yeah. I, I, I've got actual, like, You don't have to, like, it's shit we've talked about before. You don't have to throw it in there. Well, I'm just going to tell you the Christmas movie. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. And, <laughs> do as you will. <laughs> Elf. Uh, I love Elf. Elf is hilarious. I love that movie. Um, and then uh, Nativity Story, which is, you know, the, you know, the Jesus... Mm-hmm. The One, nativity that story. was good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Harold and Kumar 3D, pot smoking <laughs> Christmas, haha. And then lastly is Bad Santa, and that movie is awesome. I love Bad Santa. 
the anti-Christmas movie is what that is what I consider that to be. I don't um, know. One could say that's a very Christmas movie because well, yeah, it, it has a good message in the end, but it is just so vulgar it, and great. it is it is. <laughs> Um, and I like the fact that Billy Bob Thornton actually was drunk quite a bit in that movie. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton um, is, is drunk in quite a bit of his life. So <laughs> yes, I, I think so too. I assume that he is. <laughs> Christmas nog. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So okay, done with Christmas movies. There you go. They're all. I mean, holy yeah. shit! I was like, do me one, and you're like, in sixty seconds, here's five. The end. <laughs> um, yes, because I've got other stuff I want to talk about that's not Christmas related. This is I the can... last round for this episode. For, but can I talk about other things other than Christmas stuff? Or are, are it's eleven twenty. You're going to turn into a pumpkin in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have? Okay, you well, know what? You went through all your Christmas shit. I get it. Do, is, if there's anything else you want to talk about, get it out now, dude. And take okay, take your yes, time. Breathe. It's okay. okay. So now that I've got the Christmas stuff out of the way, I want to talk about a couple movies that uh, that I watched a while ago mm-hmm. now. But I, I wanted. To, well, they're still relatively fresh in my mind. I want to talk about them. One it was a Netflix movie, and I'm not sure if this was a roulette at all or not. Um, let me just find I, it. I, I can tell you. What is it? Um, the Hold on here. I'm pulling it up on IMDb. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, now let's see the whole... What's the title of it? Just give me the title. Tiger House. Uh, I think it was on the roulette, but nobody picked it. Okay. So I watched it because it was a very fast hour and 15 minutes. So I watched it and uh, I am happy to report that was a good movie. Oh, really? Uh, I oh. Yes, I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, it is nothing original, but I was expecting to turn it off after five or ten minutes. I'm like, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Keep going. And... Uh, while nothing original at all, and there are some character beats that you're like, no, I would never do that in a million years if I were that person. It is still a very fun movie and really well made. Very well made. Uh, that gets a thumbs up. Is it a gem in the rough? Mm, but it, it's close to a gem in the rough for me. Mm. Uh, it's a home invasion movie. A teen girl and her boyfriend are in their bedroom. Mom doesn't like the girlfriend. Uh Mom doesn't know girlfriend is in the house. They get broke into. She hides in the attic and everybody gets tied up. And she's got to find a way either A, out of the house, or B, rescue the uh, the parents and the boyfriend and twists and turns along the way. But it's a good movie. Yeah, I remember that one. It was a, so, a little more Strangers or a little more uh, Purge. Sounds more Purge. Yeah. Yes, it, it, it would be. It would fall definitely more on the purge. Yeah, it's it's not scary at all. Uh, but it's not really supposed to be. It's more of a suspense action thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I really liked the lead. And even though in a movie like this, it's like there are certain character beats that you just in real life you wouldn't do that. But sometimes you just have to like you know what that's fine. I get it. It's a movie. It has to have a runtime of. 75 minutes or longer, so I know why you're doing that, to get the runtime to that point. So, I forgave it some of those faults, but the acting was good, and uh, that was one that I would definitely say you guys should check out. Just I'm curious what you would think of it. Um, Especially for the production value. The production value was very good on this movie. I was was, seriously, I was expecting uh, not good, Uh, but it turned out to be 
borderline gem for me. So cool. Anyway, I'm gonna have to check yeah, that out. That was the one that I've been wanting to. I've been wanting to talk about that one, but I'm like, oh, we have the Christmas stuff going on yeah, here, and so uh, anything anyway. else, Eugene? Nope, that's it. Uh, it sounded like there was more. No, oh, there's more, but I mean, do you want me to talk about Star Wars or I mean, that's <laughs> eh, up to you. You can tease that one at the end there. Yeah, let's. Yeah, right. Jess, back to you. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> Jess, all right. clean off anything you want. So yeah, so I've got three things here. Um, I've got. Uh, I was catching up on some year-end things that I wanted to see before I did my uh, best and worst list for Bloody Disgusting, and now I'm done with that, even though I missed some still, but. If I don't put a cap on it, I could just keep watching movies until the end of 2016 and just be in the same spot. Um, so I watched We Are Still Here with uh, Barbara Crampton and Larry Fessenden. <laughs> <laughs> it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for yes, the Fessenden Minute. Yes, time of our show. It's the Larry Fessenden, Fessenden Hour. hour. Um, minute. Just a minute. minute no more. And a half. <laughs> Eugene just sprayed... Like what oh, across the room? <laughs> the Fessenden minute, <laughs> and that should almost be a part of our show. We, we talked good. about that last episode. Okay, keep up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Barbara Crampton and Larry Fessenden. Are, or, I'm sorry, Barbara Crampton and I, I, the guy, her husband. Barbara Fessenden. Barbara Fessenden. Larry Crampton. <laughs> no, I got it. Barbara Crampton <laughs> and her Crampton. husband are, uh, go off to a house um, after it is revealed that their son, their adult son, died. Uh, passed away suddenly in some kind of accident. He looks athletic in the pictures, so like mountain climbing or shit. I don't know. And (laughs) so they go to try, you know, and get away from the city and and try and calm down and reassess their feelings and and grieve and everything while they move into a house that is evidently haunted by the spirits of, uh, like, old pagan gods, I believe is what I understood. Um, and, And the town is kind of feeding people to the house to keep the spirits happy um so they find out this is all going on and they have to battle the kind of pagan monster gods and i had heard so many so many good things just raving and raving about this on a variety of podcasts and websites about how good it was and everybody loved it and i will say that i liked it a lot but i don't think i loved it quite as much as everybody else and i don't really know why um i think i didn't know at all what it was about um other than i kind of got the idea it was a supernatural thing based on the poster it looked kind of spooky ghosty like um but it it was fun i had i I enjoyed it a lot the the effects were a little bit cheesy but it was low budget so i i I forgive it for that and everybody in it does a really good job and it's it's kind of it's pretty brutal actually um for what it is and i enjoyed it so i'd give it a thumbs up i'd say check it out it's one of the better movies that came out in 2015 um, so moving on to my second one, then that would be Sinister 2. And Sinister 2 was a movie that, um, when it came out, the first one came out. I loved it. Have you guys both both seen it? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Yes. And you guys both like it, I take it? I thought it okay. was great. I yes. thought it was very good with extreme reservations. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of really stupid <laughs> shit that Ethan Hawke did. Yeah, no. I hear a banging up in the attic. Let's run up Let's there with a is. cell phone light, not even a flashlight, <laughs> just a cell phone that, that keeps going. So I can you know, I, that, I can, can see that, but I think that's just something that I, I'm more, that Eugene and I are probably much more forgiving uh, of yeah. because yeah. we watch so many of these. 
Um, but Sinister 2 got a lot of shit when it came out as being awful and terrible. And this, is, yeah. this is so horrible. The first one was so good, and the second one is so bad. And it was directed by the guy who did Citadel, which um, was one of my favorite kind of underrated indie horror movies that came out a couple of years ago. Um, and this guy, uh, I listened to him on a podcast, and the idea of Citadel came like after he had actually an extreme incident that caused him to be agoraphobic, and that's kind of the whole premise in the movie, is that this man suffered a tragedy, and he's kind of stuck in his ha- his apartment building, but his apartment building is, is being overrun by evil demon children or something. Um, <laughs> so when I found out he was directing Sinister 2, I was on board, and then I heard all the kind of shit, and I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. But I finally got around to seeing it, and I gotta say, it does not deserve that at all, because I thought it was, it was, not, was it as good as the first? No, but is anything. And, yeah. but it, it's not at, not at all bad, and the home video scares, which are the selling point for the Sinister movies, um, at least it was for the first one, and it is very much in this one too, are just as freaky as they were in the first, and there's one in particular that was that that really kind of turned my stomach a bit. But I liked it, and I think everybody should check it out. If you liked the first one, there's no reason you shouldn't like the second one, unless you're just being a nitpicky nice. asshole. Because it picks up, it <laughs> picks up right where the last one left off. It's still connected to the first one. It's still, you know, the Ethan Hawke decisions and stuff. They're they're still there, and there was one character, like one one-off, that. Um, I didn't care for and was just kind of a shoehorn to get the family to do what the ghoul and everything wanted it to do. But aside from that, everything was good. I enjoyed it. I'd check it out. I'd give it a chance. I, I'm Yeah, me too. I, I enjoyed the first one even with my psychotic theater experience. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> whew, that was a scary one, but And uh, so my very last thing, well I had two last things, but they're both very quick. One, I did see Star Wars, Force Awakens. I liked it. I'm not going to say anything else about it because I know Eric hasn't seen it and I don't want to spoil or anything or get your hopes up too high or anything like that. I liked it. It was fun. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Watched Schizoid uh, with with Klaus Kinski, courtesy of Eugene. And it was, it's just, it's Klaus Kinski being a creep. And the the thing is about this movie is... (laughs) Klaus Kinski, they they tease it that he's he's the guy that uh, basically these women are all in a support therapy group um, for relationship counseling, the relationships that they're still in or ones they just got out of, and he is the counselor for the group. So there's your first issue: is that <laughs> Klaus Kinski should never be anybody's mental a health general psycho, right? Is, uh, should yeah. should never be that. someone's mental health provider. Um, so he, he, it's hinted that these women start getting killed off, and it's hinting that it's him, it's him, it's him. Um, and there are other aspects that, that like, it, it's interesting, and I'm just going to go ahead and kind of spoil, because this movie is very old, and it, it, it yeah. appeals to a very small <laughs> group of people. Um, basically, I, I just adore is, that you were, you did not hesitate of, like, Star Wars been out for a week or two. Not gonna tease. Nope. Not not, not <laughs> spoiling. Schizoid been out for thirty years. Yep. Here we go. You know what? Yeah. I'm not, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> You've had your chance. So Klaus Kinski does not end up the murderer, and this is the problem. Out of everything that happens in this movie, and it is it is, it is a, a, it's an enjoyable slasher, whatever for what it is. I liked it, but that aside, you cannot have a movie 
where all of these horrible things are happening and hint that Klaus Kinski is the murderer and not have Klaus Kinski be the murderer because then that means he's the guy that I'm supposed to like. Mm-hmm. And that you can't like happen. Because even while yeah, he's in even Kinski. while he's in this movie, the the worst thing he does is that he's philandering. That he's he's like sleeping with every he's sleeping with his patients. He's sleeping with like every woman in this four group. So that's awful in itself. And he's also got a daughter, which that's always weird because of his actual life. But it's just that he's still a shitty guy in the movie, and I'm supposed to kind of be like, oh, okay, Klaus Kinski was a good guy. That's great. They're all going to live happily. No, you still have to live with Klaus Kinski. He's alive, and he's not going to jail. (laughs) And he's just going to be with you forever. But otherwise, I had fun. But fuck Klaus Kinski being a good guy. (laughs) Demon exorcism shit. Yeah. Klaus Kinski will be with you forever. (laughs) It's a it's a canon movie. It is a way. canon movie. That's that's why I wanted to borrow because I wanted to to get yeah. ever since Electric Boogaloo I've been on a canon hunt. So, and Screen Factory put out a very nice you know double feature with that and X Ray, and it's it's a fun movie. Yeah. I enjoyed what I watched. It was just like I can't. I'm sorry, I can't buy Klaus Kinski is not a murderous psychopath. Exactly. Yep. And that is it for me. Agreed. Like Christopher Lee not being Dracula. Exactly. So good. And that is it for me. That is everything I watched. Okay. Well, I got a couple of more, and, and Eugene has uh, 11 billion more to talk about. <laughs> but you know what? It can wait till next uh, episode. Yes. And w- yeah. so let's wrap up this episode. First, we're going to do a round of plugs, and then we'll get into tease because I got some stuff. Uh, plugs. Uh, for me, I got nothing going on right now. I'm too busy working. Uh, Cinema Sidekicks. Go visit them. They're our friends. Uh, support them on iTunes and give them a good review. Um, Eugene, plugs. Any? Uh, yes, uh, you can hear my show, Cinema's Soft Underbelly. You can find me on iTunes, and that's me delving more into uh, horror stuff and a little bit more obscure movies. So be sure to check out my show if you don't mind. All right, yeah, I have a, I have a couple here, so bear with me. Um, I'll first, first, I'll plug myself because i'm selfish um <laughs> so you're, i uh, like i have been mentioning terrible. i know like i've been <laughs> mentioning um these past couple shows i've been trying to catch up on year-end movies because i do have my year-end uh list coming out here on bloody disgusting probably next week i did write a uh, an article about um some of my favorite christmas themed horror tv episodes so that's up you can check that yeah. out you can follow me on twitter at critic jess hicks um, just spelled exactly how it sounds for all my updated articles and reviews and whatnot. Um, but to plug other things, the Nightlight Cinema in downtown Akron is your uh, uh, fantastic spot with a full bar to see all independent and foreign cinema and some revival screenings. Right now we are showing room still, but on the 26th, we are opening Chirac, Spike Lee's new movie, oh, which shit. is based yeah, which is based on the uh, Greek play. Lysistrata by Aristophanes. Oh, uh, it looks great. That looks, and it does look I, I, awesome. I love that Spike is getting back into being Spike. Right. Uh, he derailed for a couple of years there and was just trying mm-hmm. to be... And, and that stuff was enjoyable as well, but uh, I saw that trailer where she yeah. was like, yeah. He's generally he's generally hit or miss for me, but I'm really I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, I, so, and I agree. Like the, the ones with him that are held up as being the best are... I don't generally care for. Mm-hmm. But... That one, I was like, "Yeah, dude, that's that's the way you should be." Yeah, going. I didn't like, I didn't care for the sweet blood of Jesus at all. But I'm not also. I haven't uh, seen it. It was a remake of, of Black Exploitation, 
movie called Ganjin Hess, which is a, it's a very weird, very loose vampire tale, but it's just eh, it just wasn't my style. I've never even heard of that one, but it's on Netflix. It's on yeah. Netflix. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. But even his his earlier ones that uh, really broke him that everybody loved with uh, what was it? Uh, the 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 first one that really uh, do the right thing. I didn't care for that film. I really did. I mean, it was it was okay. I've only seen it once in a long time ago. I need to rewatch it. But even uh, in in recent years, uh, the one where the guy was knocking up all the girls, the lesbians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I can't that was really that good. She hate me. I haven't oh, seen I, that one. I really enjoyed that film. I thought that was good. I, I'm I'm a I guess I'm a dyslexic uh, Spike Lee <laughs> fan because I, I like the stuff that he's you like made that most Spike Lee, not yeah, mainstream exactly. Spike Lee. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> mainstream Spike most... Lee. It's not even a that's an oxymoron <laughs> in itself. It is, it is. But that <laughs> that that uh, one where they were robbing the bank that's that's as mainstream as it gets. <laughs> I, that was a shocking Spike Lee movie because it was like this is kind of normal. <laughs> kind of, this is, uh, I can follow this. It's fine. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Um, uh, okay. So Sorry, a couple. No, that's all right. A couple more tags. Um, well, and for the nightlight, um, we are doing first night, December thirty first in Akron. That's our New Year's Eve tradition. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff going on all over Akron that night. So the uh, nightlight is participating. We're doing a free show called the Animation Show of Shows, and it's a compilation of I think like sixteen animated shorts that we're going to be showing, and it's totally free. So um, come on out. You can check on the website for the time on that. I'm unsure, but it's nightlightcinema.com. Um, speaking of websites, we at the uh, Movie Freaks here, um, mm-hmm. I started a website called creaturestolemytwinkie.wordpress.com because I'm cheap and I'm not paying for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of people. Um, and basically mm-hmm. I started this as a creative collective for uh, just all my friends who do different kind of creative things like this, be it writing, music, podcasting, short film, feature film, whatever, um, just as a place for everybody to kind of come in and just do what they want, just kind of just promote some work, write reviews, whatever you want to do. So you can also find um, all the episodes of Movie Freaks, the current ones, going up on there. So if you want to just have an actual website to go to, which I think you guys do, Movie Freaks Pod something i'm <laughs> no, terrible just, I, I totally uh, forgot what it was just the facebook page right yeah now. the facebook page or you can go to the actual website where there's going to be a variety of other things from different people including mm-hmm. eugene and eric said they they might try their hand at writing some reviews and stuff for that so that'll be yeah. fun to see um and they uh you can also see a my final tag uh my final plug is my friend's podcast his name is frank i've known him for god i don't Way, way too fucking long. He married my best friend. So I'm stuck with him. But no, <laughs> it's fine. He knows I'm kidding and that I love him. But anyway, his uh, new podcast, they just started. They've got a couple episodes out. I believe they're all on the website right now. It's called Bang Bang Tang Podcast. And they just talk about a variety of different things. All kinds of, they talk about uh, men's fashion, geek, sports, all kinds of stuff. Um, food, food in particular. So if you're looking for any crazy foods, check them out. And they're on there, and that's it for me for plugs. Awesome. Nice. Um, okay, teas. First round. I have some teas. Next episode will be the last episode of the year. Ooh. All three of us are going to have 
bum, 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 a Hateful Eight 70 millimeter review. Yeah, we are. So you yep. definitely want to tune in for that. We're also going to be teasing shit that's coming in 2016 to the Movie Freaks podcast. Got some Such good stuff. A, we're going to have, next episode will be our roulette year-end review, where we're going to bring you the highlights and the lowlights chosen <laughs> of everything that's happened this year in the roulette. Uh, we're also going to dis- discuss segments coming in 2016. I've already started compiling the list, and it's glorious. I have some shit I haven't even told you guys about that I want to do Ooh. as segments in nice. 2016. And you know what? Maybe I won't even tell you. We're just going to debut them when I tease this shit next episode. Oh, Mr. J.J. Right. Abrams I am. I got here. my mystery okay. box with a question us mark. Wait. Yeah. Man, we're going to have so many segments for 2016. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, it, I know. Like everything yeah, with this, with this podcast. The show is going to be about six hours long now. Yeah. Um, like so, everything yep. with this podcast, we're going to tease a whole bunch of shit and deliver on 10% of it. Uh, <laughs> but that 10%. Yeah, but it'll be a great 10%. Oh, dude, that 10%. Oh, damn, what a percent. Um, okay, yes. uh, anything to tease for next episode? Eugene. You kind of stole my thunder with the 70 millimeter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Term, but I'm first up. It's my it's my episode. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. I will say that that is the only, we're seeing it in the uh, only theater in Ohio that, that yep. is showing the 70 millimeter. Uh, the full eight three eight, hours so and really, seven minutes of it, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm happy to report that we bought our tickets ahead of time when they were only $5 a ticket. And Thank now, you, Disney screen. after the. Yes. yes, thank you, Disney Screen. Now the tickets are actually twelve dollars and fifty cents. So yeah, there you good go. job, dum dums who didn't buy tickets. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, I'm seriously. Other than hatefully, the only other movie that I am like I can't wait to see in the theater is yep. The Revenant. Uh, those are the two. Like I cannot. Wait I think you guys to see are way more movies. psyched for that movie than I am. Oh, I'm so excited! It looks sweet, and I'm all I'm I'm pumped for it. As far as <laughs> yeah, oh, it's all natural light, and that's cool. But I'm like. Eh. Nope, I cannot wait. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. <laughs> High expectations for that movie. Based on uh, what? But, yeah, Birdman. Uh, no. Based on Leonardo DiCaprio and just it based looks on great. what I've heard about the book. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm, and I'm, me and I'm Eugene are simultaneously like there was a book. Yes, it's based on a book. <laughs> it's based on a true account. Come on. Look at him. Oh, he's giving me a thumbs up on the Skype. Come on, say it. Admit it. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's, that's true. I, <laughs> I win. Okay, I, Jess, uh, give us a tea. Uh, <laughs> uh, wrap this up. Go too long yet. <laughs> um, I, you know what? That's it. I mean, I, like I said in a Facebook post earlier, I don't go to the theater much, like during, aside from when I can get in for free or for revival screenings. Mm-hmm. So for me to actually have pre ordered tickets for two movies being star wars and hateful eight and most likely pre-ordering for the revenant that's like three movies all crammed in at the end of the year so um i don't think i have anything other than tease i'm really i've still got a bunch of stuff i gotta write so i can't (laughs) oh so behind i'm still catching up on on reviews but hey the, the sci-fi dork over here is pr- most likely going to see Hateful Eight before Star Wars. Which I'm is just, hilarious. Which is kind of cool. I well, like I don't that. know. I, I, trust me, I'm dying to see it. But at the same time, I'm sort of like, eh, I, I want to wait for all the crowds to die down so I can enjoy it. I'm just surprised. Like, it, I'm yeah. like... 
I'm just worried you're going to get spoiled. <laughs> no, I, no, actually, I too. I, seriously, uh, the most, and not by us, just by like happenstance on the internet. <laughs> you know, the most spoilerific thing that I saw on the internet so far was on Mark Hamill's Twitter, and I'm uh, not going to say what it was in case somebody hasn't seen it. But right. I was like, oh, is that really a thing? And I'm too scared to even ask you people who have seen it. <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll just wade in and see if that happens to be true. Okay. I am impressed with you know being, you being on Twitter and Facebook that you have not you know just read headlines. I, like, I've been avoiding him. I, I've been avoiding all social media like the plague. But but I have noticed yeah. that as opposed to like especially TV finales are always quick like just totally ruined by the internet immediately even by headlines from articles. But from what I've noticed in Star Wars, it's a lot of the headlines for the articles aren't too spoilery at least not like they usually are. And at least on my Facebook feed, I don't. I guess I'm not friends with a bunch of assholes, so I don't have to worry about. <laughs> well, a lot of them have been like click. Click here, or, not click here, but they're just sort of like, can you believe that J.J. Abrams said this about, start, you know, blah, and blah, it's blah. like dot, dot, yeah. dot, and then you're supposed to click it. and then you just Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're doing a good yeah. job not throwing it out there in like the first two words. No, it's or very true. Or maybe that's and, threatening from Disney, I don't know. but <laughs> I don't think that it is, because nobody would respect that. No, it that's It's true. been said better uh, online, people have said. This is the most, uh, as far as keeping... Star Wars Episode 7 spoilers um, under wraps. This is the most that all Americans have come together since 9-11. And I agree, that's <laughs> It's true. true. Yeah, and it's, it's 100% sad, true. Sad, but true. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for this episode because we've gone on too long again, and it's time to go to bed. I'm Eric Munner. I'm Eugene Weaver. I'm Jess Hicks. Bye. Bye. for listening.